0: So I have to admit that I haven't really been thinking about Christmas much these past two weeks. Um, I just got home from a mission trip to South Africa Thursday evening, Um, and it's summer in South Africa, so it's like... 80 degrees during the day and um, they also just don't really decorate for Christmas quite like we decorate for Christmas. We're like a little dramatic with our Christmas <laughs> decorations and um, not not so much in South Africa, um, at least in Cape Town. And so all week I was just kind of moving through the week and didn't really feel like... Um, Like I was in a Christmas season and um, so when we were on the plane ride home I started thinking oh my gosh like what am I going to talk about on Sunday because I have not been in the mindset of Christmas for the last 10 days. I have been in the mindset of it's summer. because it's summer in South Africa and so um, I started to think about um, what I knew about Cape Town and what I um, what I felt about Cape Town and and one thing that I know about Cape Town is that um, there is so much love in Cape Town and so if we're, if we're thinking about Christmas beyond, you know, the Christmas lights, which I absolutely love, um, beyond the decorations, beyond the kind of cold weather, like 30 degrees this morning was a huge jolt for me, um, beyond the presents, but if we're thinking about the true meaning of Christmas, we're thinking about it as a season of love because what are we doing? We are, we are celebrating Jesus. We are celebrating God sending love to us and so I wanted to talk a little bit about South Africa because that's what's on my heart. Um, South Africa is my second home This was my third time there and I will get to go back in May. Um, My family is there, maybe not my blood relation family, um, but chosen family is there. Um, There is Francie, who I think is the best driver in all of Africa and would definitely be the best driver if we brought him over here to the U.S. Um, And he is the hardest working bivocational minister I know. He would drive us around all day the first week we were there, and then he would leave us around 5 or 6 p.m. and head to a revival that he was having at his church. So he'd leave for us and go preach every night. And if you've ever been to an African revival, it is a little bit different than a revival over here. Um, It is long. Um, So he would be there until maybe midnight or later. So he'd be absolutely exhausted when he came to pick us up at like 9.30 the next morning. Um, but despite, despite all of that, um, Francie is one of the people I think of when I think of South Africa and when I think of the love that I have for South Africa. Um, and Francie loves me despite all of the hot mess express that I am when I roll up in Cape Town. Um, first off, I wear shorts, which in his culture is just like not a thing that people do. So um, he thinks I'm, I'm pretty crazy because I wear shorts. Um, also, sometimes I talk about Harry Potter on accident, which he thinks is really crazy. Um, because in his culture, there are witch doctors. And talking about Harry Potter and thinking about it and watching it are just like a no-go. Um, but he loves me despite that the fact that those two things are pretty prevalent in my life um, the shorts and the Harry Potter um, then there's Karen. Karen works with the organization that we partner with and she is the funniest most sarcastic hardest working mom and missionary in Cape Town she has taught me so much about laughter and about taking a breath um, Cape Town moves very slow compared to how we move over here and so she has taught me a lot about that She has a fierce love for her two sons, and for Living Hope, and the communities around Cape Town. And then there's Noxie. She is extremely sweet, but also extremely strong. She is what they call at Living Hope a life skills educator, which means she works with the children and the teenagers in the townships, which are essentially the slum communities surrounding Cape Town. Noxie grew up in one of the toughest townships in Cape Town. She's beautiful and full of life, and her smile gives no hint to the hardships that she's faced. But she wakes up every morning, and she chooses to go out and love the 100 to 200 children um, that will come into her presence that day. And she does that just because she wants them to know the love of Jesus. These people know a lot about love, And they have loved me and welcomed me to Cape Town every time that I have been. And this year, as I was flying home, I was reminded of just how special that love is. Because going back to a place so far away is is really special. Going back, going to one place one time is is great, and I have done a lot of that. Um, But Cape Town is the place that God has blessed me with over and over again to be able to go back and to be able to get to know these people and build relationships with them. So this year... I was reminded of how special that love is, um, especially as we were we are celebrating a season where it's, it's all about God's love for us and him sending Jesus for us. So as we close out the Advent season, we are closing out our season of waiting. And this morning we are reminded that love has come. I would play the Amy Grant song that Alan would kick me out. Um, <laughs> and thing that we've been waiting for we've been waiting for this love to come and the thing that we have been waiting for is here it has come so when you think of love what do you think of who's got something for me nobody in here loves anything what sacrifice, sacrifice? okay Ooh, that was deep I was thinking like pizza <laughs> but thank you for taking us there thank you so much Anybody else got anything? When you think of love, what do you think of? Family. Say that again. Being cared for. Being cared for. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we think about Jesus, which is fitting for this season. Um in the litany that we didn't read earlier, I don't believe that was on the <laughs> on the um, readings for Advent, um, the end of that um, talks about God as love teaching us in the waiting. He's teaching us patience and courage, gentleness, honesty, kindness, and freedom not only do all of these things make us love God and make us realize God's love, but what these things make us do is they make us love others better. And at the end of the litany that we did not read, we heard God whisper, I love you, I love, I am love. I'm going to read from 1 John 4 7-17 and I want you to think about that whisper from God I love you, I love I am love this is what it says in 1 John dear friends let us continue to love one another for love comes from God anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God but anyone who does not love does not know God for God is love God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us and his love is brought to full expression in us. And God has given us his spirit as proof that we live in him and he in us. Furthermore, we have seen with our own eyes and now testify that the Father sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. All who declare that Jesus is the Son of God have God living in them, and they live in God. We know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in his love. God is love, and all who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. I, I thought these verses were, were pretty fitting when I was thinking about God whispering, I love you, I love, and I am love. God is saying to us through these verses, I love you. And the cool thing about God's love is that it's not reliant on what we do. So it doesn't matter if we go through this really tough season and we're just like, God, like I'm over you. Like I'm not talking to you. I don't love you in this season. I'm over it. That doesn't change God's love for us. It doesn't matter if we do something really bad or something really good. God's love is there and it is consistent and it is constant. Which means for us, there is a lot of freedom and there is a lot of grace. Especially when you're a perfectionist like me. And I think that this is real love. God's saying to us, I love you and I love you regardless of circumstance. I love you regardless of how you feel today or what you do today or who you are today. I just love you because I love you. God showed us his love through sending Jesus. And Jesus teaches us that love shows up for us. I was listening to a sermon the other day and that that line right there is what the pastor said. I did not invent that line. He said, Jesus teaches us that love shows up for us. And so what that says to me is that love is, is a verb. That it requires some sort of action. And I think it says that in these verses too when it says, And then God's love is brought to full expression in us. All who live in love live in God. Living is a verb. It's an action. And so when God's love is brought to full expression in us, that means we have to do something for his love to be shown through us. So there's a Christian writer named Bob Goff and I have not read a single book that he has written. I apologize if you have and are just like obsessed with him. Charity's like looking at me like what's wrong with you? I did I did buy Love Does on, no, everybody always, I bought one of them on Kindle. Anyways um, I've actually, like I said never read one of his books but I love following him on Twitter because he's got to be like the happiest person on planet earth. Um, but yesterday he tweeted and he said, the way we love each other lets every Everybody know the baby in the manger isn't just a decoration. Ooh, wow, life changing. I'm going to read it again just because I feel like we all need to like sit with this for a minute. The way we love each other lets everybody know the baby in the manger isn't just a decoration. Again, love is an action. God has loved us in this season we know that well we we know that really well when we when we sit back and we look at Jesus and we look at God sending his son for us it it's clear to us okay God loves us yes but also God's love lives in us and that means that we need to share it with other people that means that we need to be serious about it because the baby in the manger isn't just a decoration for us it is something that is real it is something that has changed our lives And not just in this Advent or this Christmas season, but throughout the year that love continues to change our lives. So just like Francie and just like Karin and just like Noxie, live out that love. And make sure that that love is brought to the full expression in them to all the people in Cape Town and to me whenever I go to Cape Town. We also need to do that. We need to let everyone know that we are serious, that the manger isn't just a decoration for us, but it's a reminder that God loves us, that he is love, and that's just who he is. So this morning, as we close out our Advent season, as we close out worship together, I want us to think about God's love. I want us to think about what it means for us, but I also want us to think about how we make that love in action, how we show that love tangibly to others that are around us. Because we are getting ready to probably see a lot of family. We may have some moments where we can show some love to some people that might be kind of hard to love. I see Matt back there chuckling. It may, um, we may have moments where we can show love by being patient or gentle with someone. We may have moments where we can show love um, by giving presents to someone or by hugging someone or praying for someone. And I want us to walk through this season remembering that the baby in the manger is more than just decoration, that it is real to us. So let's pray before we worship. we thank you so much for sending your son we thank you that you love us and that you are love you teach us everything that we need to know about love but also that you are patient with us as we try as hard as we can to love others but mess up over and over and over again God, as you have walked beside us during this Advent season of waiting, we have been grateful for the things that you have taught us. For the patience, the kindness, the gentleness, the love, the joy, the peace, the hope. And God, we pray that as we move through the Christmas season, you will continue to remind us of the love that you have put in us that you want us to share with the world. Amen.